And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Oh my goodness! Welcome to the Late Shift, the immediate reaction podcast for Game 1 of the NBA Finals. I'm J.E. Skeets. Always clocking in late. Look who's joining me here tonight. We got the Top Shot Hot Boy himself, <laughs> Trey Kirby. Hey, hey, hey! What's up, my man, TK? Holy moly! What's the uh, what's the Will Ferrell meme from Anchorman? The old boy that escalated quickly. That escalated quickly. Sipping on a beer. This isn't no breaks, but the Celtics went full beans in that fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? Hitting the gas. Holy crap. Beans Uh, in like crazy. An incredible fourth quarter run. Wow. Yeah, Celtics win game one, 120 to 108. Shout out to the stream team. Doing big numbers already here. Uh, Kind of looks like the bean team right now. Yeah, the Bean team—they're fired uh, up, pumped. Uh, they are, they are. Yeah, why? How you? How couldn't you be after that comeback there? Especially after the Warriors' third quarter, where it's like, oh, here go the Warriors again in their third quarter. It's gonna put this one to bed. Uh, how long will it be until Steph Curry's saying nighty night night? Instead, yeah, forty to sixteen in the fourth quarter from Boston to win Game One, steal Game One, uh, and take home court advantage away from the Warriors. Shout out to the stream team slash bean team. Uh, take a second, like the video. Subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube if you're new here to the show. We're going to be doing these throughout the NBA Finals. In fact, Trey, you and Lee are headed to Boston for games three and four. I was thinking, either yourself, maybe both of you, whatever. You got to jump on here for the immediate reaction podcast from the floor, for crying out loud. From the locker room. From the garden, room. baby. Yeah, from the garden. From the so. garden. Yeah, absolutely we will. Uh, hopefully the Wi-Fi is up to snuff. Yeah. Uh, streaming back here to Atlanta, but uh, no doubt we got to try something from that glorious parquet floor. Uh, I love this comment from Chief, who is a Beantown oh, boy. Chief no himself is here. Come he on. He said, so much more fun to watch this game than the Celtics heat. No doubt. No Facts. doubt. Chief, I, if I had a green hat, I would put it on top of this pink hat because uh, that is, uh, that's absolutely true. It was, I saw even Lee tweeting, this is a game of basketball. Uh, and it was, it was, it was a lot more entertaining than a lot of the conference finals games we saw. Undeniably a real game of basketball out there. So many runs, so many times when it looked like the Warriors were going to take this thing that third quarter. How many times in the course of history have we seen the Warriors have a massive third quarter, put a team like your Sanskeets, night-night, yep. everybody go to bed because the run has happened. It looked like Kevon Looney was having uh, the Looney-esque impact that we saw in the last series, hitting the offensive glass. Andre Iguodala was back in the lineup. He hit a three at the end of the third quarter. That was super unexpected. I thought he looked really spry. Crowd was going crazy, but the Celtics, 
responded in the first half. Great first quarter for the Warriors. Great response from the Celtics in the second quarter. Great third quarter for the Warriors. Celtics did it again in the fourth and then went into complete overdrive. They were 7-for-7 to start from three. And then they got an incredible look for Peyton Pritchard, and he finally missed, like you said, a 40-16 to run. They just could not miss until they got too open, I guess. And I think you got to give a ton of credit for that fourth quarter run, honestly, to Jalen Brown. He ignited it. Oh, no doubt. He sparked that to start that fourth quarter. He had two buckets. He had a jumper, then he hit a three, challenge three, if I remember correctly. Then he drove in, hit the lob to Time Lord for the dunk. So he had the alley-oop there. He basically played Jordan Poole off the damn floor. I mean, it was Mm. like, all right. Jalen Brown just remembered, like, or at least looked at the floor and was like, I I'm, I'm, might be the best player out here right now. I should probably take advantage of that. So he really ignited this. And then it was Al Horford time, baby. Uh, sexy eyes from Al Horford. I mean, just catching fire there. We, did, he, did he hit three consecutive threes in a row? For Boston, well, or was it three? I out think of four? he might have. I think he might have hit two threes in a row, and then a twelve foot baseline oh, jumper. Oh yeah, it was a jumper. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Russian spot jumper for sure. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, just a throwback to 1997 from Big Al. Uh, but yeah, that was that was special. And obviously, uh, Derek White hit a couple of well contested threes. Um, the route was just on at that point, and. <laughs> The shooting was contagious, you know, all all around the court. The Celtics or the Warriors shot the ball pretty well as well. Obviously, yep. Curry had a, a great game, but I'm with you. I thought Jalen Brown was really a game changer and maybe the most steady player for the Celtics on the entire night. He was just in attack mode. Sometimes it was working out. Sometimes it was a little sloppy going in, of course, but his pressure on the rim I thought was huge. Got the alley-oop to Time Lord, got kickouts. He understood the game plan, that they needed to get some paint touches in order to generate really good looks around the court. Yeah, Al Horford finishing with 26 points, 9 of 12 from the floor, 6 of 8 from deep. So he's back doing this. Uh, So that's huge. And then you said uh, Derek White, also, you know, fantastic there uh, for the Celtics chipping in. 6 of 11 from the floor, 5 of 8 from deep. Perfect at the line, too. So he had 21. He's a plus 25 off the bench. Uh, they, they win this game with Jason Tatum having... Well, I don't It happens every, like, third game, it feels like, with Tatum. Like, he's like, uh, you can just write it in pen. Like, yeah, I'm going 3 for 17. He was just so, you know, out of it. They played really good defense on him, but he was so hesitant when the yeah. ball, like, off the catch sort of confusingly hesitant. Uh, so, brutal game for him, but you had Brown igniting the run, and obviously these guys in, in Horford and White hitting threes, and, and, and you know, you're getting enough from Marcus Martin and uh, and some of the other guys. I, I'm i a little bit in shock that this... Like, I thought I was getting ready, you know, thinking we're going to be doing this. The Warriors go on their classic third quarter run. I'm like, all right, maybe the Celtics will make a game of it. Uh, but we're looking at a Warriors game one win, and instead, you know, they just destroyed them. Like, it wasn't even close in the end. We've seen it a million times. The Warriors yeah. putting a team uh, away in the third quarter, coming out with a big run like that, getting the crowd behind them, and then riding that momentum for the entirety of the fourth quarter and making it a blowout their way. But uh, I think what happened with the Celtics is they finally went to a one big lineup in the fourth quarter, and it was really a game changer. Like, Williams was a little bit of a target for Curry out there, uh, I thought, for a lot of this game, trying to get him in switches, or they were just trying to involve him in as many actions as possible, so he would end up, like, on an island moving against Wiggins, which gave Wiggins a chance to attack downhill. We saw that a lot 
I thought, in the first half. Wiggins was pretty aggressive yeah. in the first half. But in that fourth quarter, it was either just Williams or just Horford in there with four other like-sized, smaller guys who could fly around the court defensively, run the, self, or run the Warriors off the three-point line, force them into some bad turnovers. And then on the offensive side, Brown was aggressive attacking the hoop. And Tatum, despite the fact that he was completely out of sorts as a scorer, did a really good job of getting off the ball. Finished with 13 assists. Yeah. Some of those release valve guys were going to be Horford and White and Smart. They gave you 15 threes tonight. That's incredible. 13 assists for Tatum, 15 threes for the guys who need to make threes for the Celtics to look good offensively. That's a nice recipe. Yeah, I put that uh, comment up there while you were saying that switch uh, 13 assists for Tatum, though, you know, you know, knocking the poor shooting night. That's absolutely true. Though I will say, you know, the assists when it comes to, like, guys just, like, catching fire from three are always hilarious to me. Sure. It's like, you know, some of them are, like, get into the paint, kick out. That's a hell of an assist. Some of them of the are of the variety of, like, here, and then they just shoot a three and they're on fire. Just shoot it. Some are like that. And again, I'm not, I'm not really trying to take him down a notch here because uh, at least he was playmaking and he was doing other things. But uh, it's, it's just really funny when you get these guys that are just on fire, especially role players. Your stars are generally just going to have these massive assist games because it's like they're just giving the ball up and uh, the guy's knocking up down. I just, they were on fire here. 21 of 41 overall for Boston. 51% from deep. Uh, in uh, in a really a really entertaining game. Just to go back to that, um, super fun. It was fun to have Iguodala just back playing. Yeah, uh, you're like, oh yeah, Iguodala like everywhere, and you know, like they put him in the Draymond spot at times off of the you know they're all eyes on Curry, but you put him at the free throw line, he can create there. He had the behind the back pass, I think it was the Draymond. He hit the three mm-hmm. like you said, a couple deflections. So nice to have him back. And then uh, just it was, it was like there was no flopping. You know, there no was flopping. no, there was no bullshit. It felt like it was, it was free flowing, but of course there was great defense being played because they're, everybody's active and they're switching it up all the time. And there are a lot of deflections, but I don't know. just had a, there was no, you know, really no officiating like issues for the most part. Am I crazy to say, like, you agree with that? No, I mean, that's one of the best games we've seen probably in a month. Uh, You know, it was played pretty straightforward, pretty clean. It didn't feel, I mean, it was a game one. There were definitely times you felt uh, like with Tatum, like he was just thinking things through. But in general, everybody was kind of right into the flow of the series. And I think that that's really a credit to Boston because coming into this game, it kind of felt like everybody, myself included, was writing them off for at least game one. Game one. This one's going to be impossible yeah. for yeah. them to win, coming in off of two seven-game series. The Warriors have a huge rest, and we're thinking it's going to be tough for Boston to come in and face this Warriors team, who's a completely different offense than what they've been facing. A Giannis-led team, a Jimmy Butler-led team, and now it's an all-perimeter team. They did get hit in the face a little bit to start in the first oh. quarter. Curry went off 21 points, and it looked like, uh-oh. This could be the game. He has 60 in a playoff game. Instead, they got right back on track. That's incredible to be able to do that on the road with the crowd going crazy. That's the first time the Warriors have lost at the Chase Center. And right. they look like they had it right. won a couple of different times. Great point. I Yeah, I had brought that stat up on the uh, No Dogs podcast earlier this week uh, when we were doing all of our uh, breakdowns and previewing the series that they hadn't lost yet. They were going to try and be uh, one of the rare teams in NBA history. I know the 96 Bulls are there. I think the old Blazers team, probably a Celtics team, uh, mm-hmm. to win the championship without losing a home game. Um, 
But so much for that, because Boston comes in here and just, like, completely makes this an incredible series now, too. Like, now it now it's, like, game two. Like, we did our rankings, like, true sickos of, like, uh-huh. entertaining games in a seven-game series. We did that on the Beach Steppin' podcast today. And it's like, well, game two was, like, generally low when you're talking game sixes and sevens and all that. Well, now game two is, like... For obviously the Warriors, like, this is huge. Like, this is massive. It's not like they can't win on the road in Boston because they are a really talented team, but, like, I don't love their chances down 2 0 and then going to Boston. I'll tell you that. You can't go down 0 2. No. Uh, that's why, I mean, this is the scenario when game two is most exciting, right? The home team yeah. loses. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's just one game. I don't know that I want to change my pick, but it did make me think. It's pretty crazy that all four of us took the Warriors. You would think somebody would have swerved onto a Celtics pick. And seeing the way they responded in game one, hung 120 points on a Warriors team that's the second best defense in the league in their home court. Maybe somebody should have taken the Celtics is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, we have Warriors in seven. I mean, that's basically taking a... That's almost like taking the Celtics. That's a a softy Celtics right there. It's a softy pick. It's a baby pick. It's the easy way out. Uh, You know... A part of it is us, like both of us, you and I, taking Warriors in seven. You're praying for a really entertaining series that goes long. You're doing that whole thing. Look, they're both great teams, and that was a big reason why I think it's going to go very, very long. But I love it now. Like, I'm not changing my pick, but it's going. To, this series go a lot. Like, I feel very confident about that. That this uh, this thing could scream seven. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Any other uh, you know thoughts from the game in terms of players or, or matchups or coaching decisions or like, yeah, any, any notes or random notes if you want to get to that too. So do you think now Derek White is just Fred Van Vliet? Is this, is this just who he's going to be now through the entirety of the NBA Finals? Yeah, yeah. Is he going to be the best shooter on the court? Listen, hey, uh, owners out there, GMs, coaches, you really want to be light years ahead of teams? Here's what you start doing. You start making sure your boys on the team are having sex nine months before <laughs> the finals. This is what you do. And maybe, you know, uh, you know, nine months and two weeks or whatever. Plan it because the, the dad bump is real. All right. September. So you're thinking September. Is that right? Yeah. Do the. Do, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm sure that yeah. checks out. Yeah, September. Beautiful. Nice fall weather. Perfect time Sexy to September. Bang. Yeah, exactly. Sexy September. <laughs> put on uh, put on Earth, Wind, and Fire and, and get going. Do you remember? Because, yeah, Fred Van Vliet never missed a shot after he had his baby uh, in the 19 uh, run there. And then, yeah, that's sort of what's going on here with Derek White. I mean, over the last three games, he has been amazing. And, and it's a big reason why a lot of us were picking him, him as an X factor. Because he's going to get looks. And holy crap, was he incredible tonight. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a fun game. That was that was really really awesome. Uh, the only other guy I think I would shout out at all that we haven't really hit on yet. Uh, you mentioned Pool, pretty bad run uh, there, especially oh. in this. In I the don't. Second I half. don't think that this was is the that was the bad pool. pool. I don't. 
The Celtics are a, a mismatch hunting kind yep. of team. Yep. And when they see him out there, they see Grayson Allen and Gabe Vincent, and they say, uh-oh, uh-oh, we're coming for you, buddy. Um, so that was definitely a turning point, and I yep. actually thought Otto Porter was pretty solid <laughs> for the Warriors as well. Four for five, hit some threes, held up pretty well on switches, had a steal, like, out of whose hands? Was that out of Time Lord's hands? Yeah. After an offensive rebound, yeah. just took it away. He looked like he was all right. I guess maybe we could see a little bit more Otto Porter because uh, Draymond wasn't giving him much on offense. He was being aggressive, but could not make a shot. No, two for 12 for Draymond tonight. Couldn't hit a three. Yeah, three turnover, so, you know, fouled out at the end. Um, Otto Porter, how many threes does that guy have to make for you to drop the automatic? Three? I, I, I guess it must have been five because I, I don't think they had it. They didn't say four. it? They didn't say it? I thought they said it. Well, he definitely said it, but I think he missed his fifth shot, and he was like, oh, usually yeah. automatic. Yeah, you're there. right. That's a, that's <laughs> so you know he had it ready to go. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so oh, Mark Jones, I think you're setting the bar too high then to drop an automatic yeah. five. Three. Three or four. Four for Three sure. is perfect. Three is like, I mean, he's on fire, is known for after three makes, right? That's <laughs> that's the bar right there. As soon as you hit three, you can drop any catchphrase. Right, right. Um, random notes. And by the way, guys, uh, this is awesome. Doing big numbers here tonight. Love to see it. I think this is what happens when you get an exciting game and the huge exactly comeback right. and people are pumped. Uh, so if you're new to No Dunks, we do a live show every day at 10 a.m. Eastern. So join us then. We'll be doing a drop podcast tomorrow at 10. We all get together in the Classic Factory uh, and having a blast. We'll do a deep dive on this game. This is just immediate reaction podcast to this. But like the video, hit that little thumbs up and subscribe to No Dunks. Hit that notification button so you know when we're going live uh, as well. Uh, random notes I had. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, drop some comments or questions in the stream team there if you got them. So Mark Jackson said Al Hoffett at one point, right? <laughs> <laughs> and look, we butcher things all the time. Like we, we talk a lot. Uh, you know, we're not 100% smooth with it all the time. So it happens. But I mean... <laughs> Al Hoffett? <laughs> he said that. Am I not making this up, right? Al Hoffett and the Desolation of Smog. One of my favorite <laughs> chapters in the Middle Earth saga. Hey, man, uh, I'm having a tough time recently with Valtteri Botas versus Valtteri Bottas. Oh. Bottas. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> See? 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 So Al Hoffett is fine as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, I would, honestly, I will say uh, Mark and Mark. As the impromptu duo there, fine by me. Yeah. They were fine tonight. You know, Neutral, you know, I would say. You know what Neutral. we learned? And we already knew what? this. Break up Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy. That's what it is. Bit. It's it's the two of them together. It's They get himself, They get each other going. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. Uh, I was a little surprised they didn't add a third person to the NBA Finals game. But uh, yeah, I'm with you. Overall, it wasn't, uh, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Um, but I think it's it's the JVG and 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 Mark Jackson together is it's you they know, just it's, like it's, to stir each other up. Yeah, they so turn much. into like Statler. What is it, Statler and Wolder? What are the names? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. like you got from it. the Muppet Show. It's like yeah, God. yeah, you get a little tired of it. Um, so yeah, I had that note. Okay, the only other random notes. These are very random notes. We can talk a little more game if you want. But I want to know: Did Marcus Smart re dye his hair? It looked a little darker green to me. Yeah. I wasn't hundred percent fre- sure. Fresher green. Yeah, uh, maybe somebody in the stream team uh, has intel on that. I was like, because he's had it for the whole playoffs. That's months now. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering if you did a little, uh, yeah, a little freshen up there with the green. It looked like a freshen up. I, think I so agree. Too. And also, another great style note for Marcus Smart. He hit a floater in the lane after just going behind the back for no reason. That was cool. Yeah. Very cool. That was, cool. That was nice. Uh, Steph Curry with the finger roll. He didn't totally finger roll it, but like a floater finger roll. That was a pretty one. Oh, that as one well. was sick because he went behind his back on, I think it was Jalen Brown. Yeah, he, he shook he Brown. Sort of shook. And then, yeah, that shot I loved because Curry always does those shots in warm up. He always does yeah. those, like, yeah, it's not a finger like roll. Su- it's like a, it's su- like a super floater. Yeah, it's a super <laughs> floater. And he, uh, and he did it. That was a. That was a great shot. And then the only other one I have, I don't even know if you're going to remember it. I don't know if people listening to the podcast or joining us here live on uh, YouTube will remember it. Uh, Pritchard hit a three in the corner and ESPN or ABC, I should say, they cut to like a very Boston looking woman. Uh, oh, stick. I do remember that. <laughs> oh, oh, Let's go. Let's was, go. I, mean, I wish that woman was allowed to have a cigarette in her hand or in her mouth. Uh, I was like, wow. Like a full you, red Auerbach cigar. You, you are that. Yeah, you are. Just def- chomping. You have to be from Boston. <laughs> I've watched enough movies based in Boston. You literally look like you were cast from that movie. Uh, yeah, she could be a Blake Lively character. No yes, doubt. thank you. That's, that's <laughs> it. So those are my... Uh, my random notes. Uh, but uh, Last one you're seeing a ton here in the Bean team. We had a block wedgie in the finals. Oh, my God. Case. Oh, my God. <laughs> totally forgot. Um, yeah. Hey, that wasn't you that tweeted it from the No Dunks count, was it? The wedgie? Uh, Not club? me. Not me. I know it wasn't Tass. Lee screwed it up. He gave the he credit to Jordan Poole for wedgie. Uh, that's a block from Time Lord. That's a, that's a block wedgie. Uh, you got to check the play-by-play, Lee, if you're watching right now, man. You got to go in. You got to do a little deep dive. Because it, because in his defense, they didn't show a replay. Right. They showed a bunch of replays of, like, other shots I think the Warriors were making. But, uh, yeah, it was a time alert block. So, number 45 on the season. Thank you, stream team. Thank you for everybody. Uh, We've been heating up a little bit, I feel like. Hey, hey, 50. I said it. If we get one, I mean, we get one every one game. One per game. Finals, we get so, yeah, that would be that that'd great. be quite the run. Uh, but yeah, that was nice. That was nice to see in the finals. Look, look at this, Sarah. Skeets is always ready to lay into Lee. He just, hey, just take a second, Lee. Think, look at the box. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm absolutely just kidding. I did a quick correction because I retweeted it too. And I'm like, hold on. Was that Jordan Poole? I think that was a block wedgie. Um, so yeah. Uh, anything else from anyone in the stream team or, or you, Trey? Uh, these are always quick. These are like... You know, basically 25-minute reaction podcast. We'll do a deep dive tomorrow, but uh, anything to take us out on or final thoughts? Let's do our Russell watch, Skeets. Who's the leader for finals MVP? Lee Ellis has talked a million times about the Brownlow medal. Yep. The highest honor in Australian rules football. Yep. After every match, I think it's the referees vote on the top three players. If you get first place, you get three points. Second, two. Yep. Third place, one point. Yep. So we're going to give... Three places here okay. to our finals MVP leaderboard. Okay, and then like we'll the, like the Brownlow Medal, yeah. That at the end yeah. of the, at the end of their season, they just add up all the points. This is how they basically do their MVP. Yes, I mean, exactly. Really, it's just yep. like a game to game thing here. Okay, I love this. So this is our Russell Watch, our finals MVP. Russell Watch. Okay, well, talk to me. Uh, who are getting the three votes? Uh, third, second, and first here. From game one in the NBA Finals, uh, I haven't. I I feel like Curry maybe is is third. I think Curry gets one point. Yeah, I yeah. think he's my third place vote. Awesome game, 
Didn't win, though. Still got to give him a point for being the best player on the Warriors. Yeah, okay. 34 points. Uh, unfortunately, things obviously got away from them. They they started... I mean, Curry tried to get them back in the game is what started to happen there at the end, and the, yeah. the Celtics were ready for that. Turned into a little bit of ISO Curry. Okay, but Curry, that makes sense. So he's third. He gets one point. Uh, re- it's between Horford and, and Bre- Jalen yeah. for me. <sighs> Jalen, I think, was more consistent throughout the night. I think he kind of set the tone offensively for the Celtics. But Al slammed the door. Yeah. He said, this game's over. Well, well let me give you some stats. Jalen Brown, 10 for 23 from the floor. Okay. Two of eight from deep. Struggled there. Seven boards, five assists, two steals, one block. He only had four turnovers. He traveled a couple times. I think he got away with a couple other travels, too. Yeah, maybe. Man, that guy likes to uh, move the feet before he puts the ball down sometimes. But he was a plus 22 in this game. And he had 24 points. Horford, I already said a little bit of this, 9 to 12 from the floor. Six threes, two or three at the line. Six boards, three assists, one steal. Uh, you know, only two turnovers. He's a plus nine, but he scored more. I, I feel like this was the Al Horford game, though. I right? think it's Horford. Yeah. I think it's Horford. He, was, uh, he came up biggest in the biggest moments there at the end. And, I mean, six threes. An all-time, once again, an all-time great for game for Al Horford. We've seen two of them so far Al, in these playoffs. Yeah, Al Al Horford or whatever. Al Horford. Al Horford. That's what it was. <laughs> Al uh, Horford, Jalen Brown, Stephen Curry. I'm good. With I that. like that. I like that. Let's go with that. And um, I will say, was this like Al Horford's uh, postseason high? What did he end up with? Points. Twenty six. Didn't he just have a? Didn't he just have a crazy game in? One of these earlier rounds. Yeah, but I, I thought it was like this type of crazy. Like, uh, did he? Did he go for it? <laughs> it might be. Yeah. All right. Okay, let let us know let in the stream through. team if you know. I'm not gonna. Yeah, Trey's looking it up. But anyway, okay. Al Horford getting three points in our Russell watch. Jalen Brown getting two, and then we're gonna give Steph Curry uh, because he went for 34. Had that incredible first quarter, especially. Uh, we'll give him one point. You know, Derek White gets hosed here a little bit. Okay, people are saying not a postseason high. Maybe it was career high for three. Yeah, he had, he had 30 in game four. Okay. Yeah, he had a, this was a career high for three. So okay, they no, definitely okay, said that yeah, on the broadcast. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm mixing them all together. It's getting late. I've done a lot of shows today. J.E. <laughs> uh, streams over oh here. Oh, my God. Did this the, guy's going did hard. Did the beach stepping. Did Top Shot Hot Boys with Trey. Then I jumped on with uh, Team Hold. Uh, for the first half, stream the entire first half with them, had a blast with Mike Zarkarian, and then jumping on here late with you, and then we'll be back tomorrow in the Classic Factory. Ah, uh, man, but I am, I'm not even tired, man. You get entertaining basketball like that, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped right now. I'm not even, I'm not. That's a, what we were waiting for. Yeah, man. Exactly. If, uh, if we had to go through a sometimes boring conference finals to get a Classic Finals, oh, fine, fine. Totally, it was worth it. Totally it was worth fine. It. All right, guys, uh, we'll call it there. That's a good uh, basically 30 minutes or so. Again, join us tomorrow morning live at 10 a.m. Eastern here on YouTube. We flip that into a podcast wherever you listen to No Dunks. You can download Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you do that. Leave your your boys a five-star rating and review. And like we said, like and subscribe to the video. TK, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. When is is game two? Saturday? Sunday. 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 Huh. Rest up. Eight o'clock start. Oh, I'll see you at t- ten thirty, my boy. Jesus, definitely. <laughs> if I don't see you before that, I'll see you then. All right, everybody, take care. Peace.
Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.